0: Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot f a i t h. Now, here are the Friars. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Become Fire podcast. This is Brother Paul. I will be hosting this episode. I'm joined with Father Anthony. Hello. And Father Peter Teresa.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: A little high, a little low, um, but here we are, and uh, I guess before we jump into it, so we got the March for Life coming up,
1: and Ooh.
0: so I guess this- um, They've actually, we've been on it since you're listening yes, to it. Here's yes, What's crazy is it's, we're talking about it. I'm existing but- in two different places <laughs> at once right now.
1: As you're hearing it, we've already been, but as we talk about it, we haven't been
0: yet. Yes, yes, but pray for that. Yes. yes, but, yeah, but pray please pray do for prayers, it. you know, yes. prayers, yeah. but
1: uh, I mean, it's a huge, huge blessing. We're taking 23 high school students from the reservation, yes. um, a f- number of them from our new high school here at St. Peter's, and Woo-hoo. we are um, going to go, and we're going to have some fun, do some, some fun, fun activities things to do,
0: um, some, go see some penguins, go <laughs> throw <laughs> a football yes. on Dallas Stadium, <laughs> go see some penguins. Um, we're going to do some. We're
1: staying in a retreat center, so we're going to do some very religious things. Have some hear, hear, Brother Paul's beautiful testimony, possibly. Ooh. Um, we're going to hear some, uh, have some masses, do some prayer together. And then I'll say, do the march itself. I like go to the mass mm-hmm. with the people mm-hmm. we've never done Dallas before. We've done San Francisco twice. We've done DC, um, and just provide an opportunity. Mm. So we're yes. going to go do Dallas and kind of support, you know, done the East and the West. We'll try the middle and, uh, and see how it all goes. I'm a, I'm a little scared with
0: the fact that there's been snow in Dallas. I know,
1: which is crazy. Ooh, so it'll be, we
0: we'll go back
2: to Father Anthony's homeland.
0: Yeah, we're going back to his homeland. Going back your, to his your backyard. Homeland's very cold. <laughs> Currently, yes. So <laughs>
2: you're South Dakota if we, boy. Yes. If, we have, if yes. we have extra time,
1: we might end up just going out on the old stomping grounds and kind uh, of showing yeah. the kids. Just stuff. Show them the highlights of your I, childhood. I actually,
2: I would thoroughly enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> show them your the swings that you played on as a kid. Yes, a little. where you
1: scored your first touchdown. Yeah, I I, I know where it is. Oh, I okay. Show you.
2: I okay. could I could rerun the play for you if I need. This to. will be a pilgrimage one day. After you, yeah. After, <laughs> yes, you're, after, yes, you're, after right. you're dead and uh, dead and you know gone, will, there'll be little plaques of this we're we're where. Father Blessed Anthony
1: Tinker needs. used to play here as a child. Some Tinker. some kid's gonna like break his shoulder like right on the plaque with the touchdown was scored. Like, hey, well,
2: <laughs> you, you, you gotta pray for him, man. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, so no, they're all very good, all very good things. in Father Peter Teresa will be holding it down. Holding it down. That's what I do. Be the, the one and only doing the, the res ministry stuff. Well, I still have some of the brothers with me. Some of the brothers, some yeah. of the brothers, but, uh, definitely doing the lion's share. Of the world,
1: oh, ho, ho, the lunch, which is a
0: great segue into wow. our topic. Just
1: can I? Another applause, yeah. For your Just really,
0: if we were giving grades, puns are the lowest form of comedy, though, so it shouldn't receive too many. Accolades. Like, if there was a
2: rubric of grades for like hosting the podcast, segues, you would get an A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I received content, a maybe like a C, <laughs> yeah. but segues. I don't know, what are you saying, like-
0: half the time? <laughs> <laughs> But before we dive into the topic, yes. we do want to say to like and subscribe, please, and to share this yes. with your friends and family. Um, and and your avail- enemies. And your enemies. Mm-hmm. Most certainly your enemies. Yeah. Um, and it's available on all of the places where these things are available. As you would know,
2: because you're listening to it. Yes,
0: yes. But no, we are, so we're continuing our series of what it means to be in captivity or to be in prison. <clears throat> uh, and particularly through the, the Old Testament, going into some of the New Testament uh, biblical stories. And today we are going to focus on Daniel and the Lion's Den.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And so maybe Father Peter Teresa, can you just give us? Uh, <laughs> he's giving me an uncertain shake of the head. Yes. Um, can you give us a, just a general synopsis or read the story? However you want to introduce the I'm story gonna, of Daniel and the Lion. I'm den.
2: gonna. I'm going to. I'm gonna ask for an assist. We'll be like Stockton J- okay. and Malone here. and Jordan. Our okay. our biblical, our resident biblical scholar, Father Anthony. So yes. Daniel in the lion's den, if I if I'm remembering correctly, Father, that God's people themselves are in captivity. Uh the God, the chosen people are, are captives in Babylon. And so there, there's that captivity to begin with. Uh and then Daniel, do we know exactly like where maybe like in the, I don't want to say the caste of Jewish society that he would have found himself in,
1: but he, he was. He's a prince. So he is prince. upper class. He's yeah. on the first. So actually, we talk about the Babylonian exile, yeah. but they didn't, it's not they all went at once. Right. They first took like the best of the best from the Israelites and shipped them off mm-hmm. immediately. And that was even before Jerusalem was fully conquered. It, was, right. it had been destroyed. It, had been it was conquered,
0: occupied. Though, occupied, correct? thank yeah. you,
1: but not destroyed. Um, and they took the the rich, and so Daniel would have been on this first uh, group the of first people deportation. who came the deportation of people. So he's been in Babylon since the beginning, mm-hmm. um, and he has been raised in the palace of Nebuchadnezzar. They took the the best and brightest young people, and they trained them in their ways to become servants to Nebuchadnezzar. So Daniel has has entered in and has risen up the echelons of. Babylonian society to be one of the high ranking officials and it's, in the It's it's not the
0: Babylonians with Daniel in the lions then is it that's uh isn't it the Medes? isn't it
1: Well yes yeah, so yes the, you're good. good good great biblical knowledge mm. for brother Paul because Nebuchadnezzar. content B plus <laughs> Yes we're getting a better grade because Daniel's uh, in charge and then um the they're basically uh there's a wall, there's this writing on the wall yeah. um from Nebuchadnezzar's son, yes. and the Persians or the, the Babylons get conquered by the Medes. Yep. Um, and so there's I
2: don't know if I remember that. De- That's very interesting.
0: Darius the Mede yeah. yeah, Darius the Mede is okay. officially
1: the one that Daniel the Lions in story happens. So we kind of talk about the Babylonian parts of the you know, kind of the the pre that which kind of becomes the Persians, you know. There's this there, there's this whole kind of you know you know, developments in in their society. But yes, the the Medes conquer, uh, Darius the Mede uh, takes over. Hmm. So Daniel is, it's under this rule so that this occurs. Wow. I didn't, I, I totally forgot that.
0: That's why you guys are a duo. But
1: he's definitely the Jordan in this team right yeah, yeah, yeah. now. I'm, I'm, we've, I'm doing the... Okay, back, back to you, though. Darius is the king, and what yeah, happens? We've
0: placed Daniel historically, and someone take it away. <laughs> There's jealousy among the officials,
1: because Daniel is wise, and he gains favor. And he just starts rising up the kingdom to become one of those powerful men. Darius' other officials aren't happy, and they're looking for some way to, like... To, to basically to accuse Daniel, and that most people are corrupt in government, uh, <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, and so if you're looking. a politician listening to this, you know maybe just most people are corrupt in government. Yeah, uh, you would know, and yeah, uh, you would know. So they um they, they're actually looking for, and they can't find anything to accuse him with. He's not he's faithful mm. to his wife. He is not stealing. He's he's giving wise advice. So he's a really good. They realize there's only one way we can accuse him, and that is by um his God, like he just worships, he's very faithful yeah. as a prophet. And so he's faithful to, to the Lord of God of Israel. And so they say, you know what, Darius, let's have a petition that no one can pray to any other God but you, because you're a God. This was the belief of the mm-hmm. in-person time, they're gods. You're a God, so no one can pray to any other God but you for 30 days. And if they do, they go to the lion's pit. And so they're gonna obviously know they're gonna find Daniel. I know Daniel's praying to the God of Israel at some regular times. They catch him in that and bring him before Darius and say he was worshiping another God. And Darius is actually distraught because he knows how valuable yeah. Daniel is. Yeah. He knows he's been caught in a trap, um, but he recognizes that he's he's given a law he can't change. And so he is then thrown into the, uh, a pit of, we saw a den, but okay, he probably was a pit um, of, mm-hmm. of basically hungry, uh, malnourished lions.
2: Yes, that's very, very, it's very scary. Very scary.
0: Are we, we, we got an overview of everything and then no we can we can stop, stop there. there um so I guess we can look into like so how so how does Daniel get himself into this and like kind of like what are the implications of it
1: that we, when we talked about it last time this is kind of the freedom of the captive series we about last mm-hmm. time like these these individuals like joseph haven't done anything wrong yeah. and yet they are being being taken advantage of, being accused, being thrown in prison, imprisoned unjustly. Um, now, Daniel, uh, he has all these. He has broken the law, quote unquote. But we would say this is an unjust law. Yes, it's a, And this is really important for us. Just as a side note, as far yeah. as like there are unjust laws, like abortion, for example. Yes, like, yeah. doesn't matter if it's legal or not. It is. Um, it is immoral. Um, it is an immoral act, and as we go to to, to support life, to go well for yes, yes, life, and all yeah. this. So remember, like there are unjust laws, Um there are many laws are just, um, and we we follow them. But there are unjust laws, and so Daniel does not. It mora- morally speaking, he does not have to follow this law. He is doing the right thing by continuing to pray to God and not do right. this false law, which says I need to worship the emperor.
0: It's it's also interesting, interesting, that he he's also. So he's already took what we kind of talked about before. He's already in captivity. Mm -hmm. He's not with his people. He's already under like kind of a foreign regime, but he's still like doing his job, so to speak. Like he's, he's doing the things that the king is asking him to do. And only is he doing them, but he's like excelling at them. And so there's a sense of at least like we could say, like maybe like the first captivity, we could call it. Like we're talking about like the, the levels of prison in which, which Daniel has to live in, that he's already in kind of a bad situation that he's under the king. Of, of a foreign kind of dictator in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and he but he's still like he's still able to function within that to find a way forward but then also they attack him for it, but also they did not transgress the law of god even though he's under um this kind of foreign rule because guys have something else you want to say about that or something totally different
2: no no for sure i think you know yes you question like how does daniel end up in this situation um I think first and foremost that he wouldn't, ha- he would not have been in this situation if like God's people had not fallen away from the covenant yep. and, and then, you know, God using the Babylonians to come uh, to, to the, the, the reported and God is trying to like get his people's attention and call them back. And, and so there's, there's, there's already this sense in which, you know, Daniel's in a position that, that he didn't really make for himself. Um, and so, and I think we can all, you know, re- relate to this in some ways that we didn't, we didn't necessarily create the culture and the environment that we find ourselves in, and there are oppressive aspects of that of, of our culture and our society that are, you know, and it it might be that you know we might find ourselves in in, in some sort of captivity, um, you know, because God's people writ large have not been faithful to Him. And, and it just kind of just shows that, that all of our actions are important, you know, that, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just because, you know, maybe quote unquote, we didn't do anything wrong. We don't deserve this, but, but we're still part of God's people. And so I think there's, there's that aspect of it as well. Uh, and then, second, you're talking about that the Daniel's really thriving and excelling in his position. Father Anthony, you you made the 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 comment that you know the king's not happy about this, um, and there is a way in which you know he is serving the king, and he does seem to be rather benevolent towards Daniel. You know, and he's he's very uh, upset that that this is the, the the fate that's befallen Daniel, and and even you know as he's like sealing Daniel in the den, you know what I mean? He's, he's, you know, beseeching him like may your God help you, Daniel, you know what I mean? And so, um, so I think that's important too, as well, that like, as we find ourselves in in different situations, whether it's culturally or, or in the workforce that like, um, there is a way in which like, it's not godly, um, but that, that we can still, um, excel in it, that there's still, you know, benevolent people within society that, that we can work with and, and live in the midst of kind of uh, a cultural captivity, perhaps. Yeah.
0: I was just going to say there's, there's also something beautiful that, that, he, that Daniel's also just living this morally upright life mm-hmm. to, like, to such a degree that ev- all of the other wise men realize, like, listen, the only way we're going to get this guy <laughs> is if we make some law that goes directly against the laws of his God. And so there is just something beautiful uh, as Daniel as a model uh, of just like, like the importance of like living like the virtuous life Mm -hmm. of living the moral life, but then also having the requisite fortitude or however we want to like couch it that, but, but, but there is a line in which like, I, I, like, like, I'm not going to sin against my God. Like that's the, that's the drawing line. Like the king could come out with all of these rules, but then kind of what you even touched with, with the abortion stuff, that as soon as it goes over a certain line, like, I'm not going to follow that.
2: I think that's important too, because, you know, as we, as we trying to live morally upright lives as well, like that's, people are not going to like that. You know, yes. they I mean like all of a sudden people will be like, "Oh, who, who is it like Goody Two Shoe?" Or you know, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, oh, you're just this pious person," or like, you know, "Or I know you." Like, why, why are you trying to? Why are you trying to act differently? And and they try to like as we try to excel in virtue and following the Lord, um, people will just fight against that. Yes, and, and I would imagine that Daniel's doing this in 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 a humble way, in a godly way. He's not flaunting. All of these things It's just who he is, and so it is a real like encouragement for us to, to recognize that yeah, like as we're trying to like better our lives, to live more virtuously, to live more uprightly, follow God,
1: like that those around us are going to persecute us for that. Mm-hmm. When you guys have alluded to it, but the witness value, we, mm-hmm. we haven't done the, we could have done, we didn't. The three years of the fire furnace is a little different. Yeah. How if we read that story, we see how Nebuchadnezzar at the end of it says everybody has to worship the god of Israel, <laughs> yes, right yes, And we look at Darius. So basically, Darius is stuck. He wants to get Daniel out of camp. It says, this is where Daniel 6, 16. Then the king commanded and Daniel was brought and cast into the den of lions. The king declared to Daniel, may your God, whom you serve, Continually deliver you. So, yeah. so Darius recognizes that Daniel serves God, even though he knows mm-hmm. he serves the king. He's been a witness. Like he, the, the everybody around him, these satraps, these other governor officials, the mm-hmm. king himself recognizes who he serves. And then the stone is rolled away. Da da. da. It's the king sealed it. Um, but then the king in eighteen went to his palace and spent the night fasting. Yeah. No diversions were brought to him, and sleep fled from him. Wow. I find this such a powerful one, like yeah. like this love that Darius. You see, he, he recognizes his value, but he recognizes like, okay, I can't save him, but I'm going to fast. Like mm-hmm. I'm a diversion. He's a king. All these diversions, and he yes, can't, so yes. he can't. He's so any distressed. entertainment
2: or pleasure he, he wants. He
1: can't sleep. He can't eat. He is distressed because he recognizes that, that that these liars, these 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 evil men, have been just trying to trap Daniel, and they've used him, and he feels used um, to imprison Daniel. But what's his response to that? Well, it's to pray, Mm -hmm. it's to fast, it's to make an offering on the behalf of, he can't can't go to prison with Daniel, but even though he's outside of prison, he can do something. And I think that's a witness to us as well, that that maybe we're not the person who's in prison, maybe it's our kids imprisoned in drugs. Maybe it's our friends who've fallen away from the faith and are living in the prison of this world. And and maybe we can't go into prison, but we can do something. And and I think the witness of Darius here, the fact he's like, I don't want diversions, I wanna fast. And I, and I want to pray because I care for my friends and this is the only, this is what I can do for him.
0: Yes. I wonder too, maybe you guys can comment on it. That I, I, it's going to take me a second to frame the question, but just to say that, so you talked about how Daniel probably wasn't doing a lot of these things that got a guile or like, or like a way in which he's like drawing the the derision of the satraps against him. But like, so there's like a, probably a true altruism mm-hmm. like towards King Darius that, that Daniel actually like does care for him, that he does actually wish his best his best interest. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, um, there's obviously disagreements there. But then like, how are you able to like stay in relationship with that dude? Because you brought up the point of like, you know, you, you're, you have family members you're dealing with drugs and stuff like that. But even in the kind of this polarized culture that we live in, like, how do you stay in relationship? How do you still will the good of the other, even though you may have some pretty serious disagreements? Which like obviously King Darius and Daniel had some disagreements. Like I got to throw it in the lines then, man. That's <laughs> I've never I've never I went to a family dinner and had to be thrown in the lines then. You know, maybe I had some uncomfortable moments, but
2: yeah. I mean, it's hard to give like a a generic answer to these things. Yeah, and I think it's why I think it's why we talk about trying to live a virtuous life. Um, because as we find ourselves in these really complicated, tricky situations, whether it be with employers, the culture, the government, our own family members, the community, whatever it might be, um, like we don't have, you know, like the uh, the uh, a playbook for a lot of this. Stuff. Yes, and so I think that's like why virtue is so important. Like, what is the prudent thing to do right now? Like what is the just thing to do right now? What is what is the charitable thing to do right now? And that's going to look different upon maybe perhaps how many times we have tried to stay in relationship yeah, with someone yeah. and they have burned us every single time. And, and now now maybe charity demands that like okay I have to set a harder boundary um, mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or 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 prudence says that that I must do this or or no justice actually demands that like. Um, I, I help this person because I'm, I'm their blood, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they have no one but me and an injustice. Like I can give this, or, or maybe, maybe it would be, be beyond what I owe them, but, but charity demands that, that mm-hmm. I go on. And so, um, I think that's why. You know, we we're we're doing these stories because we recognize that like life is hard, yeah. life is complicated, life is messy. We find ourselves in in situations that are not cookie cutter all the time. That I mean, I mean, Father Anthony, you mentioned like every pastoral situation that comes across, you know, into our into our desk is is so unique and, and so different. And and there are certainly principles that that we draw upon, but but how they get applied. Um, is really going to be contingent upon okay, like your walk with the Lord. Yeah, like Daniel knew what to do in this situation because he was walking with Amen. the Lord, and and he and then and then because he was walking with the Lord, he knew what to do, and then he also had like the requisite courage then to do it. Amen. Um, and so, and so th- those are hard things. Those are challenging things. Yeah. But but we want to really be striving for you know the virtues of faith and hope and charity and and prudence and justice
1: and temperance and and, and these things. I'm inspired by Daniel's heart. Mm. I can't imagine what it's like. I mean, I've had the experience when someone like takes a knife and stabs you in the back. I mean, not literally, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he literally has stabbed me.
1: But takes a knife and stabs you in the back. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and taps you on the shoulder and says, I'll pray for you. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, Hey, th- yeah, okay, uh, yeah, okay. And how about yeah. you don't seal me in the lion's Yeah, day, yeah, don't kill me. Mean? How about instead D- of praying for me, you just let me go? Yeah. yeah. But but here, you, you're the king, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you could do something about this. And yet, to fast forward a little bit. So Darius doesn't sleep all night. He wakes up and the next morning he goes, Oh, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? And Daniel says, Oh, king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth and they have not harmed me because I was found blameless before him. Yeah. And also, before you, O King, yes. I have done no harm. Amen. Like, my heart is right towards you, King. You you stabbed me in the back. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the guy who served you, done nothing but been faithful, and you put this law in order. You didn't, you know, didn't even consult me about it. And you made it happen, and I'm sitting in a lion's den because of it. But I didn't sit in this lion's den and brood about my anger towards you for doing it towards Mm -hmm. me. My heart is blameless before God and before you. And the purity of Daniel's heart means the Lord sent an angel from heaven to shut up the the mouths of the lions so they did not harm him. Um, And I think I just find it so amazing that the heart of Daniel is able to stay pure towards Darius despite all the things that have happened. It's pure before God, it's pure before the king. Um, and, and that's why the Lord saves him. And oftentimes in my life, I think we're gonna all share this. Oh, my heart does not stay pure towards those who <laughs> no, me about, sure. too, who throw me in the lion's den, mm-hmm. who imprison me in whatever case it may be, who wrong me. And and I think Daniel's such an inspiration because the Lord is saying, keep your heart pure, not just towards God, but towards others. Um, and trust that God is gonna use this. Because again, we'll, you know, fast-forwarding again, and we see Darius does the same thing as Nebuchadnezzar, and he says, um, he makes a decree. That, the, that all the people should fear the God of Daniel for he is the living and enduring God. And his kingdom, And he says this whole prayer of Darius to, in chapter yes. six. Um, and, uh, and all because the witness of what God was going to do. And Daniel's able to like go to the big picture and he's able to step outside of it all and say, okay, God, you've got a plan and I'm going to stay faithful and it's all going to be okay. And because he can do that, he doesn't get lost in those little moments that want to turn his heart to stone. And And what happens, God uses this to make Darius a believer you know, at least to some extent in what this, and we actually see Dar, I think it's, is Dar, no, Cyrus is the first one who sends people mm-hmm. back, so Darius doesn't, but there's this uh, preparation for the return of the people to the Holy Land. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I think what's so interesting about these two Old Testament stories of Joseph and Daniel is is how God is able to use these really terrible situations for, for his good, for his glory, and for the good of, not just, you know, the chosen people, but now for for all of the kingdom of, of Persia the Medes and Babylon, like the name of God has now rung out um, because of because of this one man who who in a very hard situation in a difficult time in, in his imprisonment, his captivity, just remained faithful to God. Uh, and so that I think God uses these things. You know what I mean? That 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 God's not afraid of these things, that God um, and then that his glory will, will just shine all the brighter um in, in our situations of of captivity and brokenness and betrayal and 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 all of it.
0: Well, and also because Daniel stays faithful to, to the Lord, he also comes out like even further on top than he was before. <laughs> yeah. Because all of those people who who got the king to issue that decree were then themselves thrown in the line yeah, then. Right. And they were immediately (laughs) overpowered by the lions. Yes. Yes. But but all to say that the the Lord will vindicate us from our enemies, maybe not in such a dramatic way. Mm -hmm. But also when we talk about a lot of the, the, the fathers of the church, we'll talk about kind of like a spiritual interpretation too. But like taking like those enemies, those satraps, those ones who are like kind of accusing you, we could say even before God, whether it's the sin in our life or even the other people around us that, that 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 the lord will th- will crush all of the things you you see in your life that are blocking you from being able to worship him and be freer in a relationship with him the very prison you find yourself in the lord will release you from that prison and he'll cast all those things that were were weighing you down into the like the pits however we want to describe it into the very jaws of the lions to be devoured and gone forever um that the lord desires to do that in each and every one of our lives as well
2: amen amen
0: well, we're, we're coming to the close of our podcast. I don't know if you guys have any final comments on Daniel or any words of encouragement for the, for the listeners out there.
1: I just, there's freedom from captivity. Amen. Like, no matter where you are, like, even if there's lions surrounding you, though fierce lions surround me, the bees of Bashan, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the, the, the Lord is greater. He's greater than the lions, He's greater than the prison. Um, he's greater than the people who are trying to throw you in the prison. Yes. Like, he just, our, our responsibility is, is to stay faithful. And everything else will work out.
2: I think just that prayer that King Darius prays, I think is just so beautiful. And I think it's just important for us to reflect upon where it says, for he is the living God enduring forever. Um, that, that God is a living God, that he's alive um, and he was alive for Daniel and he's still alive for us. Yeah. And that he continues to pray that, that he delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. Um, that our God is a living God. He's alive for you and that he is going to deliver and rescue you and work signs and wonders for you in, in your own life, that, that it's the very same God who, who saved Joseph and saved Daniel, um, that he's, he, he doesn't change. Um, this is still his heart for, for his people. And like father said, like there's, there's, there's freedom. Um, there's freedom that, that he is, he's a living God. He's alive and, and will set set all of us free.
0: And then I guess the other thing I would add to is, is to just To be like daniel and just remain faithful that he did have to spend an entire night in a lion's den with hungry lions and so that's to say that even if you find yourself in a prison of of whatever that looks like to just continue to remain faithful to the lord as best you can Uh, never be afraid of his mercy even if even if i know i would not be as virtuous as as daniel and uh I might like end up losing a foot or something like that. <laughs> you know, what I mean, but uh, but just to say that um, to remain faithful to the Lord, that even if you do fall, whatever it is, even if you find yourself in prison and you're not acting the way you want to act, I like, do not be afraid to just to turn back to the Lord to call out to Him and to just just pray to have that type of steadfast love um, for God and for for His Church.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, we're back around. To our our question series, and it's back to Father Peter Teresa, because we're taking the final step. Yes. We've done historical figure. Okay. Um, We've done a saint. We've done people currently alive, one you know, one you don't know. Yep. We have not yet done a fictional character. And so, Father, if you are given an opportunity to have dinner or a coffee with a fictional character, it could be from a book, could be from a movie, Mm -hmm. or it might be, who do you choose and why? Well, I would like
2: to choose the entire fellowship
1: mm, yeah.
2: of the ring, just there for
1: Elrond's council.
2: Yeah, I want to be at Elrond's council for sure. And if and if I have to, then narrow it down. I will, I will, I will have, I will have a pipe with Gandalf for okay, sure. Okay,
0: interesting. Yeah. Now, would so what would you rather choose though? Like you can be at Elrond's council, but it's. But you're actually at Elrond's council then. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like, excuse me. Like, I feel we're, like we're talking? kind of trying to figure this thing out right now. I feel like you just
2: asked me. So how
0: big of a nerd are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm also showing my nerdship too no, by, sure. by being. Um, you know, what's happening? at the council of Elrond. Or do you want? Uh, what's the other? Or like walking with the fellowship? Like, no, 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 no. It's council of Elrond or your pie with Gandalf. I'll take.
2: Uh, I guess, like, I guess I would want. I'd want to. I'd want to meet the entire. I wouldn't wa- I, I wouldn't want to be at, I would love to be at Aeron's Council, but like in order to get to know the
0: That's fellowship. That's what I mean, you're not really getting to You're know not know really anyone. getting to know the fellowship. And if like, anything, you're kind of an inconvenience. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, we're talking about the fate of Middle-earth right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a son of Numenor. That's who I am. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> yeah. this ring fits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, would, you, would you
1: try on the one ring? <laughs> For sure. No. But yeah, so,
2: man, I we have just delved deep into our, our nerddom. But this is good. This yes. is good. Now, I would probably choose to have a pipe. Can, with, with, what's, with Gandalf. what's
1: a question? What would you ask Gandalf?
2: What is the question that I would ask Gandalf? That, oh man. Uh, I don't know. i would probably just let him talk and then I would probably ask him some questions from there, you know, just like what some of the cool wizard things that he's done, some of his cool adventures. Ask and, him to
0: do some fireworks. Yeah, some fireworks do some for
2: magic sure. For me. Um, yeah, I mean, I would want this to be like post post the adventure of the ring, you know what I mean? And maybe kind of talk to him about... What was was the Balrog? Yeah, Battle of the Balrog, you know what I mean? Like, how how did you keep hope in the midst of darkness and what's well, Galadriel-like, all, all those
1: things. Nice. Okay.
0: Nice. 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 I love it. And then, uh, before we wrap who is your fictional character? No, no, no. We're we're just this started. is this
2: is a new... Oh, this is a new thing. Yeah. You'll be asked next Welcome week. Welcome to the podcast. Okay.
0: <laughs> We've started a new question, everyone, <laughs> that I found out at the end of it. I'm like, I thought I answered the fictional <laughs> <Yes. Yeah, laughs> no, character. No, we're doing that with so a of faith. We'll this is, this is the bonus. This. this is a bonus, bonus episode. Yeah. The bonus episode. Bonus. And we'll get through the, the star three, and then we'll figure out a new question. Uh, but on that note, who finished your prayer last time? I think I did. So, Father, Father, perhaps, uh, halfway, so, yes. you, Son, and
2: Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you, we praise you, uh, we glorify you. We ask that your presence would be with us uh, in the ways in which we are captives, the ways in which we are our slaves, the ways in which we are oppressed, whether that be in mind, body, soul, or spirit. Um, Lord, that you would come deliver us, that you would come rescue us, just as you did for Joseph and just as you did for Daniel, that, that you would be alive and present to us in a mighty and powerful way through an outpouring of your Holy Spirit upon all of your children. May the blessing of Almighty God come upon all of you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www become faith. that's dot faith the Franciscan friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501 c3 charitable organization if you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission please go to www.becomefire.faith slash give that's become faith slash give may the Lord give you his peace we'll see you next time